0: Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Vihadi Radha Madhava Kunja
1: Gopijana
0: Vallabha Giribharadhari Gopijana Vallabha Giribharadhari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Jashodananda na Braj Jamunati rah bhanuchar. Jamunati rah bhanuchar. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari Radha Madhava Kunja Vihari जय राधा माधवा कुंजविहारी
1: जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिब्रज कचारचू अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमान अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद की जय जय ओम विष्णुपाद परम वंश परिब्राजकचार्य जो अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमान भक्ति सिद्धान्त सरस्वती ठाकुर की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की हरिदास ठाकुर की जाए। प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री Shri गदाधर भक्त की जाए श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपिनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गोवर्धन की जाए श्री धाम की जाए श्री धाम की जाए श्री जगन्नाथ की जाए। Shri Mayapur Dham Ki Jai, Ganga Mai Ki Jai, Jamana Mai Ki Jai, Bhakti Devi Ki Jai, Tulasi Maharani Ki Jai, Harinam Sankirtan Ki Jai, Shamo Beto Bhakta Vrindh Ki Jai, Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Gol. All Glories to the Assembled Devotees, All Glories to the Assembled Devotees, All Glories to the Assembled Devotees. All Glories to Shri Guru and Shri Gauranga, All Glories to Śrīla Prabhupāda. Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtāya Bhūtale, Śrīmate Bhaktivedanta Swāmī Niti Namine, Namaste Śrāśrata Deva Gauravānī Pracharine, Nirvishesh Śunnavādi Pashchaktāda Śrutādīne, Śrīla Prabhupāda Kriya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo vasudevaya Om namo, namo Narayanam nam narancai naruttamam narancai va vyasam diving sarasati vyasam vyasa, tato jaya mudirai tato abhadveshu nashtoprayishu Bhagavata nittang sevaya bhagavati Uttama shloke bhakti eva bhavati shrimad bhagavatam fifth canto chapter 9 the supreme character of jarabharat text 20 19 okay, okay. It's a short verse in a prose form, short text in a prose form. Evam eva meva khalu, mahad abhicharati kramya katrne natmane falati. Okay, this one you can read together. <laughs> Evam eva meva Evam khalu. Mahad abhicharati kramaha kratsne natmane phalati Very good. (laughs) Evam, evam eva, in this way, khalu, indeed, mahat, to great personalities, abhichara, in the form of envy, atikramaha, the limit of offense, kachnena, Always, Always. Atmane, Atmane. unto oneself, oneself. Falati Falati. gives the result. Translation by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. When an envious person commits an offense before a great personality, he is always punished in the way mentioned above. Please repeat after me. When an envious person commits an offense before a great personality, he is always punished in this way. Okay, he is always punished in the way mentioned above. Oh, this verse doesn't have any purport. Okay, so it's coming to the last verse of this chapter. The 20th verse is the last one, so we'll read through that one. Hmm. This one is a long one, long text. Nava etad Vishnu Dutta bhūtaṁ jada samhramaha sa-śīraṣ chedana apati tepi vimukta deha dātma bhava suddha drih suddha dhridhaya granthinam sarva surhidatmanam nirvai shakshad bhagavata nimishari barayudhena pramattena toistayir bhavai podi podirakshamananam tat padamulam akutosh shch, akutoshcid bhayam apu bhayam amush amupa sritanan bhagavat bhagavat paramahamsanam sugriv Goswami then said to maharaj parikshit o visnu duta those who already know that the soul is supreme soul is separate from the body, who are liberated from the invincible knot in the heart, who are always engaged in welfare activities for all living entities and who never contemplate harming anyone are always protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who carries his disk, the Sudarshan Chakra, and acts as supreme time to kill the demons and protect his devotees. The devotees always take shelter at the lotus feet of the Lord. Therefore, at all times, even if threatened by decapitation, they remain unagitated. For them, this is not at all wonderful. Please repeat after me. Sukhadev Goswami then said to Maharaj Parikshit, O Vishnu Datta! Those who already know that the soul is separate from the body, who are liberated from the invincible knot in the heart, who are always engaged in welfare activities for all living entities, and who never contemplate harming anyone are always protected by the Supreme Personality of Godhead who carries his disc Sudarshan Chakra and act as Supreme Time to kill the demons and protect his devotees. The devotees always take shelter at the lotus feet of the Lord. Therefore at all times, even if threatened by decapitation, they remain unagitated. For them, this is not at all wonderful. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. These are some of the great qualities of a pure devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. First, a devotee is firmly convinced of his spiritual identity. He never identifies with the body. He is firmly convinced that the spirit soul is different from the body. Consequently, He fears nothing, even though his life may be threatened, he is not at all afraid. He does not even treat an enemy like an enemy. Such are the qualifications of devotees. Devotees are always fully dependent on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And the Lord is always eager to give them all protection in all circumstances. Thus end the bhaktivedanta purposes of the fifth canto, ninth chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled "The Supreme Character of Jarava So, so for last few chapters we are discussing about uh, the episode of Jarava episode of Queen King Bharat actually. He was the ruler of the entire earth planet and it is after him that this planet has been named as Bharat Bharatvarsha Bharat is not just a uh, land with some geographical boundary like that. Actually Bharatvarsha is the name of the entire planet. The entire planet is known as Bharat Previously it was known as Ilabrita Varsha, and then it became known as Bharat Varsha after Maharaj Bharat because he ruled over the entire earth planet and he was an illustrious king therefore the planet got the name after him so we can see how exalted a personality he was but uh, and uh, at some point he left his kingdom he left everything behind left everything behind and he uh, went to the forest the way one goes to the forest uh, is uh, he wears uh, tree bark he doesn't even he didn't even go to the forest wearing regular clothes that we see when Lord Ramchandra was going to the forest, uh, he was wearing tree barks. And that's how he went to the forest. So we can understand Bharat Maharaj also left home. Uh, he was a king. He handed over the kingdom to his eldest son and he took off his clothes, dress. Put on tree barks uh, And uh, Left home He did not take any money with me He did not take uh, Any chawal dhawal sabji with me uh, He did not take anything Just went uh, And he went to the He walked all the way To The Gandaki river well, Shaligram Shila appears in high up in the Himalayan mountain. And there he was uh, spending his time constantly thinking and worshipping and serving the Lord. But in spite of that, Bharat Maharaj became attached to a deer, a deer, baby deer. Uh, The baby deer's mother just died, died right right after giving birth to the deer. And when the deer was being, uh, actually that mother deer, pregnant mother deer was uh, heard, was on the bank close to the river Gandaki, and heard the roaring of a lion. And she became afraid and she jumped tried to cross the river and when she did that, she fell in the river and had a miscarriage, gave birth to this baby and she died. And this baby deer was just being carried with the strong current of the river. And then uh, Bharat Maharaj, who was on the bank of the river meditating upon the Lord, saw that this dear baby, just newborn baby is being um, swept away with the strong current of the river. So Bharat Maharaj went and rescued that dear. And in course of uh, tending that dear baby, Bharat Maharaj became so attached to this dear calf that he uh, forgot his uh, meditation on the Lord, service to the Lord and worshipping the Lord. All the time he was thinking about the deer, Oh what happened? I didn't see this baby for such a long time. Did any fierce animal kill that deer? And then when he would see that the deer coming back, he would be so delighted. Oh, what a relief. He hasn't been killed by the lion. A tiger. So in this way Bharat Maharaj became so absorbed in the thoughts of the deer or attachment to the deer that Bharat Maharaj at the time of leaving his body, he thought of the deer. And as one leaves his body, whatever the thought is, that becomes his next destination because he thought of the deer in his next life he was born as a deer but although he had a deer body but he was a jatismar he could remember his past life he could remember his past life and uh, he realized what a big mistake he made that in spite of living his kingdom his family Uh, His wealth, everything. He eventually got him attached to this deer. And he could see how strong Maya is. There is no way of knowing how Maya can attack. Just a little hole, just a little uh, access, and Maya will get you. So Bharat Maharaj then, uh, he learnt his lesson and he decided not to develop any attachment even though he was in a body of a deer. So what he did, uh, soon after his birth, he left his family, deer family. And he went to the Pulahashram on the bank of Gandaki. And there he start to started to spend his time uh, in the next to the ashram of the sages. And when they would discuss about Krishna consciousness, Krishna Katha, he would, this as a deer, he would just sit there, and listen to them. And he did not indulge in any comfort or luxury, even as a deer. He did not take soft green grass or juicy leaves. He would just take the dry leaves that has fallen out of the tree and that is how we can see how careful he was. And then in his next life he is born as Jarabharat. He was born in a Brahmana family. This time is born as a pure devotee. But although he was a pure devotee in this life, but he also uh, was extremely careful. He was extremely careful. He didn't want to uh, fall into a trap of Maya again. So from his childhood he started to pretend as if he is deaf and dumb and devoid of any intelligence like a madman deaf, he couldn't hear he couldn't speak why? because if uh, he allowed himself to act in a normal way then his family members will develop attachment to him and he'll also develop attachment to them as Vinod Thakur describes in Bengali, Adore Ro Chile Shojone Kole Hashia Kata Adore Ro Chile, a very fond child of the family. Shojone Ro Kole in the, on the lap of the dear relatives. Hashia Kata Nukal smilingly, joyfully I spent my time, we spend our youth in this way. Uh, Children are always, uh, children always receive affection from the other members of the family. Uh, So Bharat Maharaj didn't want to take any chance from his childhood. He acted in such a way that nobody would develop any affection for him. Only his father was very affectionate, that's the natural uh, affection of the father. So father tried to educate him because he was a Brahmana, tried to educate him and uh, he gave, tried to make him study Sanskrit and get Diksha, Brahmin initiation. Because that's the process of purification. Janmana jayate sudra samskarat bhavati dvija. Janmana by birth. Jay- janmana jayate sudra. By birth one is a sudra. But samskarat bhavati dvija. By the process of purification he becomes a dvija or twice born. The second birth takes place by through the initiation, sanskara and bhavati So it was necessary that the brahmana boy, although born in a brahmana family, he must be purified through the process of purificatory process of sanskara. But Jarabhara didn't respond to that also. And then, when his father and mother died, then uh, he his step-mother and step-brothers started to tri- maltreat him, mistreat him. They deprived him of the family inheritance, they didn't even give him proper food, and they made him work from morning till night. So Jyadavarath happily did that. <laughs> so that these are the uh, characteristics that Parikshit Maharaj is telling to uh, I am sorry Sukadeva Goswami is telling to Parikshit Maharaj uh, That he is not in his body consciousness So in whichever way his body is treated He is not affected by that And then one day he was asked to guard the field at night to protect the field from the wild animals Sometimes the wild animals come and destroy the crop Destroy the harvest So Jodhobhartha was kept He was uh, in the field trying to uh, drive away the animals when they came and In the meantime some dacoits were planning to sacrifice a human being to Goddess Kali. But the person they caught for that purpose, he ran away. So at midnight uh, the sacrifice has to be offered to Kali. So they were looking, while they are looking for that person who ran away, they came across Jarabhar. And they thought, well yeah. so they caught him. okay, we found somebody. So let's offer him to Kali. So they took him. Jarabhat didn't make any protest. He just looked fine. His attitude was, Whether you want to kill me Krishna or whether you want to keep me, it's up to you. So, then Jarabharat was taken uh, to Kali. In the middle of day, usually, they used to worship Kali in the mid of the forest, away from everything. The Kali temples, temples mean Kali worship used to take place in the middle of the forest. And so they took him there and as they were to offer him to Kali, Goddess Kali could not tolerate that anymore. She pierced through that uh, murti. Her murti broke and she came out and she picked up the chopper. From the hands of the dacoits, and she started to slaughter everyone. That description was there in the previous verse. Uh, what did Kali do? When blood, hot blood, was coming out from their bodies, she started to drink that blood as if she was drinking wine. And her associates, the witches and demonesses, they also started to drink that blood. And becoming intoxicated by drinking blood, they started to uh, sing and dance. Their song and their dance. Uh. And then they started to play with the heads of those, decapitated heads of those dacoids. Now in this verse uh, Sukadeva Goswami is telling that previous verse actually mentioned in this way as one acts one gets his reaction when an envious person commits an offense before a great personality is always punished in the way mentioned above. If somebody commits offense to a devotee of the Lord, then he is punished in this way by Mother Kali or Mother Nature. Mm -hmm. And then Sukadeva Goswami is concluding uh, this chapter first by describing the qualities of a devotee Mm -hmm. and how the Lord protects his devotees. What are the qualities of a devotee? He is saying that the first thing he knows that the soul is separate from the body. He knows the difference between the body and the soul, and he knows that he is a spirit soul. Whereas in the material nature, everyone—what does everyone think? In the does people in the material consciousness think that they are spirit souls? They think that they are their bodies. Their consciousness is in the body, they are in the body consciousness. And this body consciousness makes them proud, arrogant and envious. And. <clears throat> Because they are separated from, because they are out of the body consciousness, they are free from all material attachments that are like knots in the hearts. All material attachments are like knots in the heart. Knots in the heart in the sense, if we lose it, it seems that my heart is gone. I lost his heart. There, there people are attached to their loved ones. Uh, when the loved one dry, dies, what happens? Uh, when their loved ones die, uh, they cry so piteously. That cry is like as if their heart is coming out of their body. Mm. Their feeling is, how can I live now? He is gone. So this is what material attachment does. Uh, when the parents are attached to their children, or husband is attached to his wife, or wife is attached to the husband, uh, this is, wherever this attachment, these attachments are like knots. Hridaya uh, of Granthi. Ridai means heart and Granthi means knot. Bhiddhate granthi Chittante salva samsaya granthi So that is material existence Those who are attached to their money What happens? When they are attached to their money They don't want to see that the money is going out Sometimes it happens Even though someone is dealing with others' money, because of the attachment, he doesn't want to give the money. Mm. You often notice it happens. Mm. Especially in accounts department, they don't want to make payments. (laughs) Why? (laughs) It's a clear indication. Or a child attached to his toys. Have you seen uh, something happens to the toy, what, how the child reacts? Uh, now a devotee is free from all these knots of the heart. Uh, because uh, he is not in his body consciousness. All these attachments are due to the body. So, And the devotees are always engaged in the welfare activities for all other living entities. And who never contemplate harming anyone, he never thinks of harming anybody. He always wants to benefit everybody. So these are uh, some of the basic qualifications of a devotee. Basic qualification. So these are uh, the attachment, the qualifications of a devotee. He is not in his body consciousness mm. because he knows that he is a spirit soul. He is not his body. Mm. He is uh, in his. He is free from all attachments of the heart, and uh, he does not harm anybody but he is always engaged in well benefiting others. Sarvabhuta hite rata. Uh, that's one of the qualifications of a devotee. Sarv- in Bhagavad Gita Krishna is uh, telling uh, sarvabhuto hite rata. Sarvabhuta means all living entities. Hita means benefit and rata means engaged a devotee is always engaged in benefiting others and not harming anyone and as a result of that he doesn't see anyone as enemy he is friendly to everyone and that and, and that's why he is not because he is not in body consciousness he doesn't want to protect his body he doesn't want to take care. Like if there is a possibility, here we are seeing Jarabharat is becoming about to be slaughtered, about to be killed. Hmm. Did Jarabharat protest? Did Prahlad Maharaj protest when Hiranyakashipu was trying to kill him? Hmm. No. That's the attitude of a devotee, pure devotee. and from this we learn a lesson how we should react if somebody comes to kill what should we do if you are real devotees simply depend upon Krishna Srila Prabhupada demonstrated that very wonderfully when Calcutta was about to be bombed in 1944 during the The peak of Second World War, Japan was going to bomb Calcutta because Calcutta was the base of British military power in India. Uh, The Fort William uh, and Calcutta was the base. So they wanted to bomb Calcutta just to cripple the British army. So naturally everyone was leaving the city. Everyone was leaving the city. Even Prabhupada's godbrother, one of his Prabhupada's godbrothers was there staying with him. And even he was going to Navati. So he asked Prabhupada, aren't you going? Prabhupada said, No. Oh, you won't go, what will you do then? I'll go out in Harinam. And Prabhupada said, if I chant the holy name of the Lord then either the Lord will protect me or even if I die chanting the holy name I will achieve the ultimate goal. So either way there is no loss. Now the question is Japan was all set to bomb Calcutta. Now why they stopped all of a sudden? Why did they stop? Why didn't they bomb Calcutta? Hmm. At least we know It is because of Prabhupada's going out in Sankirtan Harinam Sankirtan In the city The city was saved So this is the attitude of a devotee And this is how the Lord reciprocates A devotee's dedication and surrender to him Because Prabhupada was depending upon Krishna, uh, fully Krishna protected. So from that what do we learn? If there is danger, what should we do? If the terrorists come with the guns and everything, what we will do? Take Mridanga and kartal, and who knows, maybe even the terrorists will join us in the sangita. <laughs> we should not try to defend ourselves. Actually, I used to laugh when uh, I saw some at some point some devotees were making arrangements. It was there was a consideration that uh, Y2K, you remember? Y2K, the year 2000 and everyone thought that there will be a disaster all over the world as the year 2000 began. And in some of our devotees even, they were storing grains and some even ship bought some farms away from everything and they thought that they will move out there (coughs) And I told them that don't store grains like this If it happens, because then you will be the first target Because people don't have food to eat But they'll have the weapons And if they find out that you have food, what will they do? They'll come to you first So, the best thing is to just depend upon Krishna Just depend upon Krishna and can Krishna protect? That is a big big test. That will be a test. How much faith you have in Him. And that's why you have to read the scriptures. And when you read the scriptures, what you get to know? How Krishna always protects His devotees. So if Krishna always protects His devotees, if Krishna always protects those, who takes shelter of Him, then the best recourse is to take shelter of Him at the time of difficulty. What to speak about our scriptures, even the Hebrew scripture, Moses is taking the Jews from Egypt to Israel was the distance from Egypt to Israel well over thousand kilo, thousand miles and on the middle of the way there is a big stretch of desert so how did they get the food through the desert? it was not one or two persons and they were not carrying food with them they are just ra- running the Pharaoh's army was Behind them. So, where did they get the food? You know what the scripture, their scripture says? God provided manna for everyone to eat. And not only that, some of them were tired just eating manna and manna and manna every day after day. So, they wanted to have some meat and that morning they found hosts of birds and some of them caught the birds and ate the birds flesh and you know what happened after that? there was a big epidemic of plague and those who ate meat they all died therefore the best thing to do is just depend upon the Lord He will take care So if he can supply food in the middle of the desert to the Uh Jews uh, who naturally surrendered to him, that's why he did that. So if we surrender unto him, won't he take care of us? Yes, he will. That faith we have to have. Thank you very much. All Glories to Srila Prabhupada. Gaur Premanande Hari Hari. So one question already came from Giriraj Das, Gurgaon. (coughs) Hari Krishna Guru Maharaj, Dandavat, Pranam. Thank you for the wonderful class. Guru Maharaj, how do we develop the consciousness to see everyone as part of Krishna, rather seeing only our relatives and friends as part of us? I have received the knowledge but struggling to apply it practically in daily life. Uh, Your friends and relatives are related to your body. Mm. Those who are related to your body, Mm. that means you got your body from your parents, those who got their bodies through your parents, they are your brothers and sisters. Mm. Then you got married, uh, she became related to your body, therefore Mm. you developed Uh, attachment to Her. In this way, all these material relationships are centered around the body. Mm -hmm. But if you want to develop your spiritual relationship, then you have to develop those relationships with Krishna in the center. Mm -hmm. Those who are related to Krishna, and if you are also related to Krishna, then they become your relatives. Uh, That is how you develop your appreciation and attachment to the devotees. Alaka Radha Devi Dasi from Mumbai. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Dandavat Pranams. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Guru Maharaj, if one remembers uh, their children at the time of death, What would be the value of Shravanam Kirtanam done through one's lifetime? (laughs) Okay. Well, there are two ways we can look at it. One way to look at it is because we have done Shravanam and Kirtanam, then Krishna will reward you. As you said. What would be the value of Shravanam and Kirtanam done through one's lifetime? So if you have done the Shravanam and Kirtanam through your lifetime, then Krishna will not forget that and Krishna will reward you. But on the other hand, while you are doing your Shravanam and Kirtanam, and you are still maintaining your attachment to your children, then yes, you run the risk of remembering them, at the time of death. If you are doing Shravanam and Kirtanam, and you are thinking that object of your Shravanam and Kirtanam are your children, then uh, be careful. Mm. Rather, you consider that your children are Krishna's property. Your children are not your children. That is the difference between uh, spiritual consciousness and material consciousness. Your children's body may be through you, but are their souls from you? Uh, Where did their souls come from? So who is their real proprietor? Their real proprietor is Krishna. Therefore, look at your children as Krishna's property, not your property, not your children. And this way you also try to make them devotees of Krishna by offering them to Krishna. Hare Krishna, any other question? Give them
0: <laughs> it was making me wonder when you said that a devotee, um, even in a time of crisis, even if he is attacked, does not try to protect himself. So much. Just trying to understand that here. I think it's from the to, brain to brain, that if somebody is trying to attack a devotee, then um, <laughs> we should try to protect them. So much. How do we uh,
1: if there is a conflict how do we resolve that? Good point. Very good point. Uh, But here we have to remember that in this age Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Did not take up any weapon Although in other ages he uses his weapons to kill the demons In this age he did not And why he did not? Because once you take the weapon uh, then there won't be any end to it uh, Somebody slaps you, you punch him Then he comes out with a dagger, you come out with a sword Then he comes with a revolver, you come out <laughs> with a rifle He comes with a machine gun and he comes with a cannon So it just keeps on increasing uh, Therefore in this age Mahaprabhu didn't take any weapon uh, because there will be no end to it. And this age is so treacherous age that, like, there's such... uh, First of all, the battles or fights are unfair. In other ages they used to follow, even in warfare, they used to follow certain Certain laws, certain rules But in this age There is no rule Like this age Such treachery And besides that Anyway, you can see like How dangerous the situation is In this age Therefore, Mahaprabhu showed the way Like Nitananda Prabhu actually showed the way uh, through that pastimes, when jagay and madhai uh, hit nitananda prabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu was ready to kill him kill them but you know, Nityananda prabhu reminded him that please lord in this age you decided not to take any weapon in this age you are going to conquer the demoniac propensities of living entities through your love mm. So that is the weapon for the age. Mm. brain mm. So with love, mm. uh, the enemies will face the enemies with love, okay As Prabhupada is saying in the purport And a devotee doesn't treat an enemy also as an enemy mm. So you want to hit me, fine you want to kill me? Fine, go ahead. Uh, so that will be the... Uh, and Nitanda Prabhu demonstrated that. There is a Bengali saying about Nitanda Prabhu's attitude. Uh, Mere chish kana ki prem you hit me uh, with the broken pot of wine. But does it mean that I won't give you my love to you? Even though you hit me, still I will give my love to you. So that is the attitude of a devotee in this age. All right, okay. Okay, maybe there's time for another question or two. Yes, give him the mic. Oh, past. So we have about 10 minutes still. Let's see how many questions are there. Whether there is... It's not, yeah, the question is, uh, yesterday you told us that Gayatri is mantra and Hare Krishna is Maha mantra. So he is the supreme mantra, Hare Krishna Maha mantra. So the question is whether taking second initiation mandatory, um, is it compulsory or is it absolutely necessary to take second initiation. So this point came up yesterday. Why I mention? Because to demonstrate that Jarabharat did not take initiation in that way. So was he a pure devotee? Hmm. But of course Jarabharat's case is different. Hmm. So one must have a spiritual master. But not, yeah, but that is happening through guide, through Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. <clears throat> your first initiation that you are taking is Hare Krishna Maha So once you have that, then when you got the highest, right? When you have million dollars in your pocket, do you care for one thousand dollars? No, because it always already includes it. But still, why Śrīla Prabhupāda and Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Sarasrīthi Thakur introduced this Gayatri Mantra, initiation, second initiation? Because the deity worship takes place according to Vaidhi Bhakti, Shastrabhiti. And the scriptural injunction is that to worship the deity one has to be a Brahmana. Therefore, for those who are involved in deity worship, they should take second initiation. Second initiation, I notice in Iskon, has become a status symbol. Uh, oh, unless I get second initiation, people do not really respect me. Uh, oh, you're only first initiated. <clears throat> but it shouldn't be like that. Anyway, tomorrow there is initiation. I am seriously considering how many devotees actually need second initiation. Only those who are involved in deity worship should get second initiation. There is no need otherwise to get second initiation. Okay, so the, the answer is, it is not mandatory. Once you got the Hare Krishna, mantra you got everything. You got the highest. Okay, any other question? Give him the question. uh Okay, the mic is here, so. I
0: just
1: know that i
0: i i i i i যে সেই পার্থক্যতে তা তার রঞ্জিত ভিডিওয়ে মনসবন করেছেন কুড়াত
1: 1948 এ কি বলে না ভারত মহারাজ জাতিস্মর ছিলেন ওনা পূর্ব জন্মে সমস্ত কথা মনেছে যদিও হলিন শরীরে ছিলেন কিন্তু উনি ওনা পূর্ব জন্মে সমস্ত কথা মনে ছিল সারা জীবন যদি মনে থাকে তাহলে মৃত্যু সময়ে তিনি নিশ্চয়ই ভগবানের কথা চিন্তা করেই The question actually was Bharat Maharaj left his body thinking about the deer. Now how as a deer he could uh, remember Krishna? So the answer is that although he was in a deer body but he was a jati smart that is he could remember his previous life. And we can see like throughout his life he was, as a dear body, as a deer. he remembered uh, Krishna conscious, Krishna, he was Krishna conscious, therefore naturally at the time of death he left his body that way. Okay, give the mic to, yeah, yeah. <coughs>
0: Faith in Krishna to to some degree, but uh, there is no implicit faith. Like some disease comes, or some danger comes, so try to protect ourselves uh, by applying our intelligence and taking medicines all this. And here from many devotees like taking care of that is not without being devotional to Krishna. So how do you understand this, and how you increase our faith in Krishna?
1: Yeah. So, it will depend upon the degree of one's surrender advancement. Hmm. A very advanced devotee will not actually take care, I mean, try to take other means of shelter or protection. For example, Prabhupada didn't want to take any treatment. Like as as you brought up that question. Devotees become sick and they run to the doctor. Fine, if that is the degree of his faith, let him do that. Uh, but let him have a healthy body to cultivate his Krishna Consciousness and become pure devotee. That is the goal. Like, something you know, in spirit, uh, spiritual life also sometimes we are like a child. Child behaves in a certain way, grown-up behaves in another way, right? So if we are children, in our spiritual life, let's behave like children. Uh, But we must grow up, all right? And when one grows up, yeah, that will be the attitude. Mm -hmm. I don't want to depend upon anyone but Krishna. And that was what Prabhupada's attitude was. Prabhupada told me, Mm -hmm. if I become sick, if I become unconscious, if I become unconscious, don't let them take me to the hospital. And I was ready. If anybody wanted to take uh, Prabhupada to the hospital, I had my dandav in my hand. (laughs) So Prabhupada didn't want. Prabhupada said that his body shouldn't be pierced by anything. No needle should pierce his body. So that is uh, the attitude of a pure devotee. Okay. <coughs> Thank you all very much. All glories to Shila I'm see. I'm so happy to see so many of you have come to Ujjain. I hope you all are properly situated, huh? and I wish all of you will have a wonderful time. All glories to Lord Nishinga Dev and Prahlad Maharaj. Jai Shri Shri ki Gauru, premanande Hari.